Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. A pair of big victories by Montana and Montana State, including a buzzer beater to lift the Lady Grizz, highlighted a busy slate of Big Sky Conference women's basketball games Thursday. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In Missoula, the Montana Lady Grizz built a double-digit lead early, only to surrender a 24-2 run to an upstart Weber State team that entered Thursday with twice as many Big Sky victories as the Wildcats posted all of the last two-win season. Montana trailed by as many as 15 points in the third quarter, but Sammy Thacken and Abby Anderson each snared steals into transition layups to help the hosts cut the gap. Then with 16 seconds left, Sophia Stiles dribbled the clock almost all the way out for nailing a jump shot off a crossover dribble from 18 feet to lift Montana to a 61-59 victory. Win moves Montana to 6-3 in league play. In Bozeman, Montana State moved into a tie for first place in the Big Sky standing by posting a 73-68 win over defending league champion Idaho State. Darian White and Ashley Van Sickle hit big shots down the stretch to help Montana State win their sixth straight game all in the span of 14 days. That, combined with Southern Utah's 19-point loss to Idaho, means MSU is 8-2 in league play and tied with Southern Utah atop the Big Sky standing. And in a first-place showdown in Ogden, the Weber State men outlasted the Grizz men 80-75 behind a season-high 32 points from former Marquette and Utah State transfer Toby McEwen. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. Yo, check it, one for Charlie Hustle, two for Steady Rock. 
three for the four come alive, future shock. It's five dimensions, six senses, seven from a mess of heaven to hell. Eight million stories to tell. Nine planets faithfully keep an orbit with the probable tip. The universe expands length. The body of my text possess extra strength. Look at this. The only two people on the earth that don't annoy me. In studio at the exact same time. Gotta love it. This is a new rendition of an old favorite of yours. It's a chick who doesn't know sports. Our good friend Carolyn in studio. But because we're moving the segment to a Friday, we're actually doing this on a Thursday. We gotta tell you that these days. It's federal requirements, FCC regulations. But our good friend Rajim Seabrook here on a Thursday. You're listening to this on a Friday because Rajim's in studio. I know it's confusing. Don't worry about it. It's for continuity for you, the listener. Guys, what's up? Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Carolyn, are you just so distraught? Are you downtrodden? What word would you use? Your your pin cushion, your uh your muse, your uh anti-boyfriend, he's done. He's he's walked away. How are you gonna possibly get through life? Your stick is over. Tom Brady doesn't play in the NFL anymore. I'm elated. Um, I am picturing Tom Brady last week losing and going, I'm done. (laughs) And being a big old baby. Because I guarantee you, if he won this year, if they went to the Super Bowl and won, he would not be retiring. Well, that's exactly right. But isn't that actually a a part of this that's worth praising? I mean, Rajiv, I actually thought this. You can say Tom Brady is a sore loser. He didn't have his magical comeback for the first time pretty much ever in his otherwise magical career. But on the other hand, actually, you can praise Tom Brady because he walked away without eroding. We've seen so many athletes. There's very few athletes that walk away at the very peak of their powers. Most guys have to wait until they're hobbling around like Ben Roethlisberger and just a shell of themselves and that's sort of embarrassing for them. So I don't know. I mean, I'm very uh, hesitant to ever praise the pretty boy, but... uh, he does walk away the golden boy. I mean, 43 touchdowns and led the NFL in passing yards his last season in the NFL, season number 22. I think it accentuates his legacy, especially further down the road. I think it totally uh, almost galvanizes his legacy yeah. in, in some ways. And I think after 22 years and, and, and two different teams and all the Super Bowl appearances and all the accolades that come with that, I just think he's at a point. I have nothing else to prove. Like I've won at the at, at the highest level. Um, I'm back in this game again and again and again. And at forty something years old, I have subway ads to do and UGG, UGG, <laughs> UGG boots to fill. And uh, I just think he doesn't. He's. I think he still has gas in the tank. He just doesn't have anything left to prove. And he's walking away, as you said, non hobbled, um, with control in his corner. But Carolyn, uh, I did have quite a few laughs thinking about. Um, the variety of things that Tom Brady might be doing uh, when he's not. So he, here's the thing. I'm so interested to see if he he has become – he's made himself into a machine. I mean, he's he's become obsessed with his physical health and fitness, and that's why he's become, uh, against all odds, a significantly better athlete in his mid-40s than he ever was in his 20s or 30s. Part of that is his resource base because he spends so much money on his body. But what things are Tom Brady going to be doing? <laughs> I can't say. Um, Okay. (laughs) He is probably going to be eating more vegetables. Even more? Even more. I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to do something annoying. What 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 if he did something completely uh, unpredictable? What if Tom Brady just fell completely off the wagon? 
I mean, I would yeah, love it if you got like, just crushing fat. hamburgers, just yeah. gained 30 pounds, just hilarious. said, screw it, I'm going to drink beer every night. I imagine just he's, turned into me. I imagine he's going to probably get on ESPN and be a commentator. Do you think so? In a, in a skinny suit? See, I don't know. I think he replaces Troy Aikman. <laughs> do you really? Do you yeah, think, I do think you, he becomes like the next Troy Aikman, if not this year and another year or two. I think that. See, I just, I think that Brady might actually be so self righteous. I don't know if he'll ever be involved in the game again. I could totally see him. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think Tom Brady is going to go into film, and then I think Tom Brady is going to go into politics. Yeah. Uh, I think that there is a distinct and realistic future in which Tom Brady is someday the president of the United States. Is he like the Roger Staubach of this generation then? I mean, maybe. I just think that it's not even about Tom Brady's potential prowess as a potential politician. I think it's about the stupidity of Americans. We will can, we'll continue to elect Tom people Brady based will, on their fame, not their Tom platform. Tom Brady would not do that. That's just stupid. Uh, I mean, I think probably people would have never said that Donald Trump would not do that either, and then he did. Or but, Reagan or Schwarzenegger. Uh, I mean, exactly. But everyone wanted Oprah to run, and she didn't because she's yeah, smart. smart. Yeah. And the only female out of that whole conglomerate. That's why. True, true. I mean, uh, who would have ever thought once upon a time the guy in uh, Predator was going to be the governor of California? Or the governor of Minnesota, like right. we had a we had a professional wrestler holding a high uh, uh, exactly. ranking official as well. I don't know, man. I could see Tom Brady making that transition. That's not a bad call, but I think that his ego will not allow it to happen because he can't win all the time. At I that know level. what he's going to do: motivational speeches. Ooh. That's what he's going to do. He's going to be out there talking to people about. You know, fitness and dedication and, you know, not letting anyone else have a chance winning a Super Bowl, that kind of stuff. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports presented by the AC Hotel, our good friend Carolyn in studio. Also, Rajim Seabrook in studio as well. He's our normal Friday co-host. We're recording this on a Thursday to play for you on a Friday, so we're doubling down. Extra work for my man, Rajim, but I know he loves being here. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. All right, Carolyn, you got your notes up. What else you got? Okay, so I'm sure you guys have covered the Brian Flores lawsuit. Well, we have. Uh, as you're listening to this during the 5 o'clock hour, uh, on Nuanas now. We certainly have been talking about this thoroughly throughout the first hour, but yes, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I want there, to... I actually there's think so th- much to this lawsuit. There is. There's a lot of seriousness to it, but there's also a little bit of hilarity to this, So, okay. but I'll let you go first. Well, so let's talk about the hilarity first. Absolutely. Have you ever texted someone like the wrong person? Have you ever, well, like see, a girl? Or, you did? <laughs> yeah. See, I was, sitting here, I was sitting here laughing about this because Bill Belichick's in his 70s. I totally know all sorts of 70-year-old guys that screw up their texts all the time. Like, I, I'll, I won't name names, but I know that there's multiple people that come on this show often that uh, don't even have my name in their phone correctly, but they just have it memorized that that's who they text when they text the ESPN guy. But I was just laughing, like, Bill Belichick probably has it in his phone, like, Brian F. and Brian D. <laughs> like, doesn't even or have like, their real or names. Or, like, how you know? I have parents' names, like, my my kid's friend's name, like, Sarah, so-and-so's mom. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Still, after yeah. being friends for 10 years. So, he's probably like, Brian, football coach. Brian, defense. <laughs> Brian, offense. Like, seriously. I, so, for those who missed the memo, Bill Belichick, the head coach of the Patriots, he texted Brian Flores, a former assistant of his, to... Congratulate him for getting the New York Giants job. In fact, Brian Dable, another former assistant of his, got the Giants job in Flores, had not interviewed yet. And this 
stirred up a bloody hornet's nest. And now we have a class action lawsuit that actually could be among the most pivotal and impactful in the history of pro sports. Uh, and I saw Brian Flores interviewed on CBS this morning, this week, and um, it was a really interesting interview. I recommend watching that. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a lot on in this, and I don't want to speak out of turn, but one of the things, the other things besides the text message debacle was <laughs> that he was offered $100,000 a game to tank. And I want to talk about that because I didn't know that if you lost then you got a better chance at the draft. Oh, oh yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. There's a gigantic incentivization to lose in professional sports. The worst position you can be in is to be okay. Just being okay in the NFL is the worst spot you're going to be in. That's why the Minnesota Vikings have been stuck for six years, because they're not bad enough to ever get the number one pick. They're not good enough to make the playoffs, so they're just stuck. They just get the middle of the draft pick, boom, goes the dynamite. Middle of the draft, and they, they can never get the premier quarterback. So... This all started with the Philadelphia 76ers and what they called the process. The Sixers intentionally lost games for three straight years. They got the number one overall pick three times in four years. They then wasted the number one pick on Ben Simmons and Markel Fultz. But they did end up with Joel Embiid uh, in the top five one year. And now they're a playoff team. But, uh, yeah, it's it's heavily incentivized. That's the thing that's going to be the smoking gun. That's the thing that's going to topple the NFL. Is if there was a, if there's true justification and evidence of them paying Flores or trying to pay Flores to lose. I think the only thing that was funny in the whole thing was the text message debacle. Because <laughs> like we've all been there, sure. but this is at such high stakes. And blowing, I mean, blowing the whistle on the institution is is quite a thing, and it's it's so ironic that it comes from the the evil emperor of the NFL and Bill Belichick, but also the man that has been thwarted and and directly penalized by the NFL more than any other person in the league. It's just so ironic that. His fat thumbs and old man texting is going to be the thing that blows the whistle on the NFL. It's hilarious. Do you think Brian Flores will stay if he has an opportunity to stay on and be a coach? I think Brian Flores will not work in the NFL ever again. I think Brian Flores is the Colin Kaepernick of coaches, officially, already. At least least this cycle, uh, I don't think... I actually am certain that if he is involved, if he is the face of a class action lawsuit against the NFL, multiple NFL franchises, he will not get hired as a head coach this round, period. And that has nothing to do with race or anything. That just has to do with law. That's just it. Mm-hmm. The next go around, if if there's job openings that he is interested in, if he gets passed over, then it's very clear he's getting blackballed. That's it. But I, there, there is, I, I don't think it's completely out of the question that he could get in the next round of, uh, you know, next season or something. But uh, for now, he's certainly outside looking in. Time traveling. This is uh, we're going to do a magic trick here. Back to the future. That's right. You've already listened to Rajim and I talk about this. Now we're talking about it here on Thursday before Rajim and I talk about it. Now Rajim's got to go back to work, but he's going to still be on the show when we come back. My <laughs> just, mind is blown. Mind right is blow your mind. Chicken doesn't know sports. Thanks for being here, Raj. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. All right, Cherylin, make me laugh. Okay, well, um, <laughs> depths. I saw the cutest thing on TikTok, and I need to tell you, if I say I TikTok I, is at the same time the silliest, stupidest, and most brilliant thing that exists on the internet. Correct. I think it's so silly, and I'll never do one. Yet I watch them all the I time, and I time. laugh every time. Well, and if I tell you I read something recently, it's really that I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> so just a heads up on that. Um, but Shaq 
my favorite was uh, mm-hmm. he was at a mall walking around mm-hmm. and he saw this little boy crying and with his parents and his I guess he wasn't listening to his dad and Shaq was like, hey, little man, what's going on? And he's like, my parents, I wasn't listening and my parents told me I can't buy shoes now or something like that. Sure. So Shaq sits down and talks to this little boy and says like, okay, are you going to listen to your parents? You know, that's your dad. Like, you've got to respect him and his rules are his rules. And the kid's like, okay. And then Shaq takes the kid into Foot Locker or whatever and just buys him all the stuff. That's awesome. It was so cute. That and is cute. it happened just to get caught on film. Uh, uh, that's great. And I love that stuff. And I know we were just kind of talking about the role model thing and I'm not saying, um, you know, Shaq should be a role model or anyone should be a role model. But like when you see people of means and of fame doing good and he didn't know he was being you know filmed it wasn't like he was walking around with a film crew doing this i love that stuff do more good you probably haven't been actually i'm certain you haven't been watching inside the nba no Uh, but uh (laughs) for whatever reason kenny smith has been absent mostly well recently i guess i don't know actually the logistics of when kenny's there or not but when he's not there candace parker who's one of the greatest women's basketball players of all time longtime tennessee star and then wnba superstar she fills in for kenny her with chuck and charles barkley and shaq shaquille o'neal oh my she just owns shaq and it's the funniest because Charles, Shaq can get on Charles' britches and, and get Charles all flustered. Candace Parker's just queen cold, and she just gives it to Shaq so much, and it's so funny. It's classic. I'll send you a clip. You'll love it. I um, I just love Shaq. He just seems like such a funny, cute man. I don't know. He's just, <laughs> just he's an just, adorable little seven just three four pound giant. Fella. Yeah. Um, okay, so what? I just wanted to show... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, what else you got? I was also on TikTok, <laughs> and I follow Sean White. Nice. And he is in Beijing for the Olympics. Okay. He's not competing, though. No, he's coaching. Okay. But he was showing his room, and I was always under the impression, and now that I guess that he's a coach, but I did some research on this as well, but... I always thought they were like in a dorm, like a bunk beds and you sleep, you know, not super cozy, comfortable conditions. Right. His, he had like a full apartment. It was nice. Okay. And I was like, why does he get this nice apartment? And then all the athletes who are competing get, you know, like are sleeping on those plastic dorm mattresses. Well, apparently the further... The more Olympics you have been to and the more medals you have received, you get better accommodations. So Michael Phelps gets to like live in the Taj Mahal or what? He goes to the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> and yeah, so I just found that really interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I Who don't knew? know if I find that fair. Hmm. Well, I mean, life's not fair, so. Wow, you're in. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chicken Does Sports presented by the AC Hotel. We're switching it up with the AC Hotel instead of giving you... Brunch and mimosas. We're giving you some. Can we call them happy hour cocktails? No, I mean you don't Just, have to go to happy hour. Craft go, cocktails. Craft cocktails. You can yeah. go whenever you want. You can go whenever you want. Lunch, breakfast, dinner, after dinner, whatever. Before dinner. AC Hotel downtown Missoula. Don't have to be staying there to go there, and uh, we're giving you some cocktails. So uh, stay tuned. Coming up, if you're 21 and older, we have a chance for you to win. 
A couple of those. What else you got? All right. So the Washington football team. The Commanders. The Commanders. The Commandos is what I'm going to be calling them. Silly. They had other possible names. And I was so excited to read you these names. And then yesterday they announced their names. So I was kind of bummed out. But do you know what the other names are? Have you heard what they were? Okay. They were, these were possible names. Armada. The Armada. The Washington Armada. Okay. The Brigade. Okay. The Commanders. Sure. The Defenders. Okay. The Presidents. Okay. The Red Hogs. Okay. Red Hogs, that would have been pretty Which reminds me of Welcome Back Cotter, the Sweat Hogs. Sure. And then the Red Wolves. Or just keep it Washington football team. And they settled on the commanders. So here's, first, the, here's the state of society that we live in right now. Every single one of those, the first thing I thought of was who and what group would be offended by this? 100%. <laughs> the, the pig How farmers of America would be offended by the Red Hogs. <laughs> and why red? Why would well, they be red? Well, probably just a parlay from they have so they have they're the red skins and oh, so there's got it. they have okay. their red colors. Got it. They don't they want, want to change keep the their color pants and stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, they are one of the most despite their just atrocious ownership and operation for the last however long. They are one of the most prominent and valuable pro sports franchises on the earth. So their branding logo change aside, they want to keep yeah. the colors yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. What do you think of the Commanders? I think it's silly, but that's just cuz I think all that stuff's silly. I mean, I kind of feel like the defenders would have been kind of okay because you're always defending something, I guess, in football or maybe not. Sure. I um, I don't know. I think it's stupid they had to rename it. Yeah, I think a lot. I mean, so much of names and stuff is, is just attachment to time and place and where you're from and stuff. And that's why I think that some teams have unbelievably good names. The Minnesota Vikings is a great name. Yeah. It's great. Like, there's a lot of Viking people in Minnesota. That's great. Montana Grizzlies. The Montana Grizzlies is the single best name in all of sports. I'm not just saying that because we're on the radio in Missoula. The Montana Grizzlies, and when the colors were copper and gold, that was the best you can do. Because you have the the, the copper the and gold mining, from the mining right? in Montana, and you have the Montana Grizzlies. I mean, it's as good as it gets. You know what I didn't love? Being an NAU lumberjack. Mm, yeah, and the, the lumberjack guy is kind of creepy. He's kind of weird. Louis, yeah, Louis, Louis the, the lumberjack. lumberjack. Um, but, there, but at least there is a bunch of trees and yeah, yeah, yeah. people cutting and no, down I mean, trees. It's kind of cute, it's but fine. it's, you know. But then there's also like the silly names like the Utah Jazz because they moved from New Orleans and they just right, never changed. Right, change it. That, that's stupid. There, I mean, no offense to people in Salt Lake City, but I don't think there's a vibrant jazz community in downtown yeah. SLC. It's, no, I don't The think New so. Orleans Jazz, great name. Why didn't they do the Utah Mormon Tabernacle? <laughs> or like the Los Angeles Lakers. It's part of our lexicon now, but that's a stupid name. It's right. the Minneapolis Lakers. Right. Right? So the Los Angeles Clippers, that's also a silly name. The now, San Diego Clippers is great because it's a sailing town. What I don't do you know. think of, do you think the Blackhawks are going to have to, lo- are going to lose their name? Do you think people are going to start getting mad? I, I don't know. <sighs> so much of this is not people getting mad. Oh, I don't even know. I don't have the energy to go down that's this fine. road. That's <laughs> fine. I, I just thought it was interesting. This is all, this is all the corporatization of America coming yeah. to full force in the uh, overreactionary well, it, way that racism plays into PR. And uh, yes. At least they aren't like the Washington Bitcoin, whatever. <laughs> like, the you cryptos? know, yeah, like the cryptos. Like, w- at least it's not turning into that like all of the uh, stadiums are, you know? Right. 
because where was I? And they had the weirdest name. It was well, there was a crypto. Isn't Staples Center now like Bitcoin Central? Sure, it, ca- <laughs> it, sh- it could be. the The name sponsoring thing is just fully passed me by. Yeah, I don't like it. Remember what it used to be like? Just the the forum on the Palace of Auburn yeah. Hills. The Boston Garden. That was or, pretty fun. I mean, Wrigley Field, I guess, is Wrigley Field. Comiskey sure. Park. I don't even know what. I'm sure they have some silly name for it. No, it is now. It's I, I drove by it this summer and was like, what? It, it was a really long name, too. It just made no sense. Right. But whatever. Anyway, Washington Commanders <laughs> or Commandos, whatever you want to call them. Okay. Check it out on Sports ESPN Radio. What else you got? All right. This is my last story. Can't and this wait. is I'm ending as a plea to parents of youth sports, you know, athletes. Yep. Stop taking it personally. Mm, good advice. Youth basketball coach fired after grabbing ref's neck during game is the headline. Oh, jeez. Guess how old the kids were of this? Ten. Ten. Oh, my God. Well, how passionate must you be over a 10-year-old basketball game that you're going to grab a, a ref? It's I, I, crazy. I won't stop telling these stories because... This is so ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's it's the it's the the uh, it's the uh, the immersion of or it's the uh, uh, it's the the lashing out of a, a deeper issue though, right? If that much if you have that much rage inside of you, it's not you're not just mad about your well. Then you shouldn't be coaching children, kids, right? Honestly, because totally. they are they bring so much rage to my life. I'm just kidding, but <laughs> I, you're not though. <laughs> but I just think if you are coaching children and you have you can snap over a, a play that you thought was called wrong that much, <laughs> you've got you should not be coaching children. No doubt, you should be coaching the jail. <laughs> free time, whatever, basketball league. You should not be around children. I totally agree. Chicken Hustle Sports presented by the AC Hotel. AC Hotel, downtown Missoula. You don't have to be staying there to go there. They have an awesome bar that you can hang out in. You can also have brunch. We've been giving you brunch for quite a while now, but we have now instead a couple craft cocktails for you. How many? We get just just a couple, a pair, a pair, a pair of craft cocktails, so you can go have two yourself, or bring yourself a date. These are fancy, like or wine or beer, whatever. Whatever. These are um, they they have an amazing cocktail menu, yep. and uh, the bar in there is so gorgeous. And or you can just they have these amazing chairs you can just sit in. They have a fireplace, like you gotta go. Cool place to hang out for sure. Call us right now. Call number three, eight 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 one zero two nine. That's triple eight one zero two nine. Call us right now. we got a pair of craft cocktails for you to the AC Hotel, 406-888-1029. Thanks, Carolyn. Chicken doesn't know sports. New day, Friday. Hope you're enjoying it. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Early Super Bowl projections. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center.
A pair of big victories by Montana and Montana State, including a buzzer beater to lift the Lady Grizz, highlighted a busy slate of Big Sky Conference women's basketball games Thursday. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In Missoula, the Montana Lady Grizz built a double-digit lead early, only to surrender a 24-2 run to an upstart Weber State team that entered Thursday with twice as many Big Sky victories as the Wildcats posted all of the last two-win season. Montana trailed by as many as 15 points in the third quarter, but Sammy Thacken and Abby Anderson each snared steals into transition layups to help the hosts cut the gap. Then with 16 seconds left, Sophia Stiles dribbled the clock almost all the way out for nailing a jump shot off a crossover dribble from 18 feet to lift Montana to a 61-59 victory. Win moves Montana to 6-3 in league play. In Bozeman, Montana State moved into a tie for first place in the Big Sky standing by posting a 73-68 win over defending league champion Idaho State. Darian White and Ashley Van Sickle hit big shots down the stretch to help Montana State win their sixth straight game all in the span of 14 days. That, combined with Southern Utah's 19-point loss to Idaho, means MSU is 8-2 in league play and tied with Southern Utah atop the Big Sky standing. And in a first-place showdown in Ogden, the Weber State men outlasted the Grizz men 80-75 behind a season-high 32 points from former Marquette and Utah State transfer Kobe McEwen. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. What up, Montana? Welcome back. New is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. A little far side for you. Do you know what that's a sample of? This is impossible. There's no way you know this. If you do, I'm just like floored. <laughs> but you see, we're looking at his notes here on New is now. Stan Getz. There is a Stan Getz in there. It's actually a sample of three different songs. The Stan Getz one I, I know just because yep. I love Stan Getz yep. and Gil Gilberto. Yep. So that's the only one the, that the I The hook hear. comes from James Moody's You Follow Me. Oh, cool. But there's also Stan Getz, and then also the run-in part is actually a, a little remix of a bit Once Upon a Time by Run DMC. Oh, that I, that I can hear, but the biggest one I hear is the, is the melodic aspect of Stan yep. Getz. The man who made the girl from Ipanema famous. Ooh. Shazam for the kids at home. Look at that. If you've been watching on TV or YouTube, you've seen this super cool book I got, 100 Greatest Sports Heroes. And these are just, uh, it's the, the uh, subtitle is Life Stories of the Immortals of Sports, selected by some of America's top sports writers. This is funny and also fascinating because this book came out, came out in 1954. So nearly 70 years ago. So every once in a while, I just flip a page, and we talk just for a brief moment about somebody that we might have known about or somebody we don't know about. So we'll give you two for today. We're going to just keep on going through this because I do think it's very interesting. But here's, here's, here's your first athlete you might not know. Henry Armstrong, the king who wore three crowns. Henry Armstrong, he was born in uh, St. Louis, 1912, the 13th child in a miserably poor family. That's the first line of this bio. Henry then, though, went on to climb the ranks, and by the time it was in the uh, the midst of the Great Depression, he had 27 knockouts in a row, and on October 29, 1937, 
The little man from the St. Louis slum knocked out Petey Saron in six rounds, and that made him the featherweight champion of the world. And uh, he kept on climbing. He ended up winning titles in three different divisions and was widely considered one of the best little man boxers of the first half of the 20th century. Had you ever heard of Henry Armstrong? No, I had no. I had not that's, either. That's a good one. I'm. Uh, it's a really I'm good intrigued, one. man. I feel like he should be someone that was remembered because uh, he is uh, African American and there so a certain number of his peers, Joe Lewis. Um, Sugar Ray Robinson, those guys are remembered a little bit Brown more. Brown Bomber, baby. Yeah, those guys are remembered a little bit more than maybe he was as uh, pioneers for... Now, here's the thing with sports, as we all know. A, um, someone like Terrell Owens, right? Amazing athlete. The numbers sure. jump off the page. But his attitude, display, and affect sure. is going to keep him from getting the accolades he so well deserves. So... Segwaying it back to this gentleman, I wonder if there was something with his persona at the sure, time sure. that hindered the ability yeah, for maybe. him to getting the shine that he so obviously deserves just from the, from the, the, the statute throughout there. Your other uh, athlete for the day from this 100 Greatest Sports Heroes book this. is Roger Bannister. Roger Bannister, do you know who he is? That sounds familiar. So I would have known who this was. I, I do know who this is just because I'm a, a track and field yeah. uh, obsessive. Uh, Roger Bannister was the first man to ever run a sub-four-minute mile. Bingo. I kn- that's what it was. I knew it. Yeah. This is fun. Let's do one more. Slinging Sammy Ba. Oh, t- uh, what sport did he play? Yeah, there you go. You, you know. So, uh, Sammy Ba, one of the great uh, tennis players, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is actually timely as well because the Washington football team now changed its name to the Washington Commanders. Sammy Ba was the quarterback of the former team known as the Washington Redskins, one of the great football players of the. Uh, First half of the 20th century. Can we talk about that for a second? So I I saw the... The the, commander's thing, you mean? Yeah, I saw the Mm -hmm. new symbol, glyph, whatever. And it says Washington Commanders established in 19-whatever. Sure. How does a new moniker get rebranded as reestablished from 19? Like, once you you change the name, it's it's the establishments from the new point going forward. It's an interesting conversation, right? Because, say, for example, the Oklahoma City Thunder... When uh, players are trying to break franchise records, they're trying to break records of the franchise that also includes the Seattle Supersonics. Right. Same thing with the Cleveland Browns, backslash Baltimore Ravens, backslash Cleveland Browns. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I stand on all of that. Uh, I do think that the Commanders is silly. <laughs> so, regardless, uh, I don't think anybody was ever going to be satisfied, though. And uh, that's just kind of the way it goes, especially when uh, historic, if not offensive, things change. Uh-huh. No one is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to pay one more set of bills and then come back and give you some thoughts on the Super Bowl. Keep it right here at ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. It's new on is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television.
question or a trivia question. Straight there, classic. There's no sample here. This is just straight up Quincy Jones at his best. Oh, by the way, you probably know the guy singing the song, too. A little young Mike Jackson. Do you remember when this album came out? Uh, I want to say this is Were either... you a Michael Jackson guy when it was happening in real time? Yeah, I want to either say... I, this is not off the Thriller album. I want to say that's it is, off... It is off the Thriller. Yep. It was either off the wall it's or off, Thriller. It's the, last, the it's the last single yeah, off Thriller. It was one of the two. It was the most like the off the wall album, though, right? Cause would, thr- yes. Because yes. Thriller was sort of a, an evolution of Michael Jackson. That's why Michael Jackson was so famous and popular, not only as immense talent, but... He had these, like, three monster albums in a row, but they were all distinctly different. He was trying to, like, add a new element to himself. Right? I want to say he kind of followed the br- blueprint of the Beatles. Kind of, yeah. Like, there was just such a like evolution, off, yeah, maturation. Right. Like, Off the Wall was, like, post-disco, and then Thriller was just, just like, like full-on <laughs> funk pop. And then Bad has, like, pop genre, rock. Like, yeah, he, totally. he added some stuff into it. Yeah. Welcome to our Michael Jackson hour. Here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, <laughs> as well as SWX Montana Television. Uh, yeah, Michael Jackson is definitely one of the most uh, unique characters in my mind that I have. Ever. Because I w- just was more than obsessed with him when I was a kid. And then you grow older and you like learn all about him and study him. And, and then you study the circumstance that was his life. What what a weird phenomenon. The whole thing. It's, it's pure genius, exploited and ruined by the world. Mm-hmm. And then the soul of the human completely wandering. And crushed, then and then crushed. he did all sorts of horrible things because of the wandering. And he's dead at the age of 50. It's crazy. Sadly. Yeah. Unbelievable. How about stock some sports first and foremost? Let's go. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, Los Angeles Rams play each other in the Super Bowl. That's a week from this Sunday. What a run by the Cincinnati Bengals. Pretty unbelievable by them. But the one thing I wanted to talk to you about more than anything is that there's a narrative going around the NFL right now. If you get the quarterback, you got a chance. And certainly Joe Burrow is a huge part to Cincinnati being in the Super Bowl. But there's also a variety of other parts that go into Joe Burrow leading the Bengals to the Super Bowl in year three. I heard, uh, who was it? Uh, one of the analysts, Theo Riddick, was on uh, ESPN Radio, and he was saying, you know, the Bengals in the Super Bowl gives great hope to teams like the Jaguars and the Lions and your, and your New York Giants. And I just don't agree because I think that it goes way more beyond just the quarterback. Mm-hmm. you got to get the right coach, which I think that they did. Uh, in the Bengals did, Zach Taylor. Totally. They also stuck with said coach because if you go get the number one pick and then you have four wins in two years like they did, a lot of times that's it, that's all. They stuck with him. I know it's not like crazy three years, but still – what have you done for me lately in the NFL? More than anything, though, it's about it's about institutional and organizational stability. That's to me, we could dissect the what ails the New York Giants, but the number one factor in what ails the New York Giants, it has nothing to do with drafting the wrong players, aka Daniel Jones. It has everything to do with the fact that the New York Giants were right alongside the Pittsburgh Steelers as being basically peerless in the NFL for organizational stability, and they lost that somewhere along the lines, and they've not even come close to getting it back. No, the last four years for the Giants have been putrid, uh, and a lot of that is just mismanagement, want to make uh, splashes in the paper, one of the largest media market capitals on the planet, and it just does 
not work. Uh, going back to what you said, it does. It's a, it is about organizational stability, but it's also about structure, and I would dare say patience. Um, yep. We are in a I want it now, I want it now, I want it now culture, and uh, I want all the benefits, but I'm not necessarily going to put in the work. And Cincinnati has done. Uh, a labor of love. They've been patient. They've built it, you know, solidly. They haven't made great sacrifices, and they've kind of stuck close to the vest, uh, which is a model a la the New England Patriots, Giants formerly, and definitely uh, uh, the Steelers over in Pittsburgh. Uh, what needs to happen now is you, you got to learn how to build. You can't totally. you can't just flash in the pan and hope it works for two years. The other thing, the flip side to that, going back to the teams like the Giants and the Steelers, is you also got to know when to cut bait. Yep. There was there was there was a longevity with Eli there. There was a longevity there with Ben Roethlisberger that you were holding on to the nostalgia of yesteryear, which did not prepare you for today or tomorrow. So there was a little bit of uh, cutting off your nose to how spite much your you, face. How much do you think those two teams though held on to guys longer than than uh, you should because of how intense the media and fan scrutiny is? Oh, I, I truly think that Eli Manning's career in New York and Ben Roethlisberger's career in Pittsburgh lasted way longer because they didn't want to make a move because they didn't think the next guy could handle replacing said guy. Well, I, I would piggyback off of that. They also never got the guy to replace such said guy. Like, there's that totally. too. Like, there was the, there was no uh, grooming for eventualities. And and when I look at franchises like that, that are usually like the pinnacle of decision making. You know, I would say the the 49ers are right up there as well, along with the Patriots. It's when guys like when organizations like that start having, you know, flaws and, and gaps like that. It's it's just I want it now. I want to be rich. It's the get rich quick scheme, which doesn't work for every team. You want us now? ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Thanks for hanging out with us here on a Friday. It's the final word presented by Eagle Satellite. Eagle Satellite has the best deals in town when it comes to cable and internet. You can get cable for $57.99 a month as well as internet for $50. Bucks. You can call 728-9999 today to find out more. Thanks to Eagle Satellite for sponsoring some of our final thoughts each week here on Nuanas Now. Okay, so we only got about five minutes left, Roger, but what do you think of this Super Bowl matchup? I'm glad there's no one named Tom Brady in it. Well, that's good. Yeah, I, I like it. I would. Uh, I want the Rams to win. I just feel Matt Stafford has paid his dues. How about my prediction? The Rams win the How NFC. do we not even talk about that? You wrote it on a note. It happened, ladies you and gentlemen. Me, you told me I was crazy. Well, you Everybody are that, for sure. I was crazy. Boom. Cra- crazy smart. 1-2021. Rajim wrote it on a sheet of paper, put it up in our sign. Truth. I said the Los Angeles Rams win in the NFC this year, and then they did. And then they did. I'm glad I didn't, you know, give you. I, I did. I also did have some vindication. I I, I always rem- remind people, uh, nobody cares about your fantasy football team. Only you do. But I did, <laughs> I did have some. I did have some vindication though because I draft Cooper Cup every year because I, like, you know, I mean, I interviewed the guy like 50 times. I know him. You know him. So like, I don't know anybody else in the NFL hardly anymore. So. I always draft Cooper Cup, and I've always been—he's always been fine, and good in fantasy. But then to this year, he won me two of my fantasy leagues too. So, uh, sort of hand in hand, the Rams have made uh, Mr. Nuanas a little money this year. What's up? Where are we going for dinner, homie? <laughs> you have so many responsibilities. I take you out to dinner every night if you let me. Uh, I gotta go coach a little boys basketball. I know team you do. Tonight. I love the nine-year-olds uh, of the world. Gotta love the nine-year-olds in the world. Um, yeah, it is good to have some fresh blood. I also think it's a big Super Bowl for a variety of reasons. I do think that. Um, 
A dynamic that exists in the NFL right now is if you have a hot shot young coach that has new ideas, I think that guy can oftentimes take the league by storm for brief moments in time, or in Sean McVay's case, for a duration of a season. His second season, he, he really caught lightning in a the ball. They went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But then there was sort of some some hate on Sean McVay because so many of the guys, I mean, it was almost like there was this two-year cycle where anybody that ever had lunch with Sean McVay got NFL head coaching jobs, <laughs> and none of those guys panned out. We saw the same thing with Matt Nagy flaming out in Chicago. Say, Nagy, and, yeah. But, I mean, Zach Taylor is a guy that has a little bit of McVay flavor to it as well. Right, right. But I do think it's a big, for, for McVay to lead the Rams back, I think it affirms him as a good coach, and if they True. can win, it affirm him as an excellent coach. But I also think it's a huge moment for um, Zach Taylor as well. And the other thing that's fascinating about this is I think it's so indicative of just the state of society right now, for better or worse. Both the, the ability for young people to climb the ranks to high-ranking positions, but also just the dynamic of you don't need seniority to run an organization anymore. We have two coaches in the Super Bowl that are under the age of 40. That's crazy. I think that is something that I was going to touch upon is the youth movement for coaches. Like yeah. when you if when you have guys that are closer to the ages of the players that they're surrounding, the culture in the locker room is different. There's a bit more camaraderie and less like, yo man, I'm playing for my granddad. Well, that and that's this double-edged sword like there is with everything, right? Absolutely. I think it's I think it's a referendum and an and a, a just a defining uh dynamic that that shows that young younger people now have less reverence and respect for those that came before them, less Absolutely. reverence and respect for their elders. I that's agree. a bad thing. It's horrible. But the fact that there's a, a, a league like the NFL that's built as a meritocracy and the merit does not necessarily have to do with institutional knowledge and or experience, that's a good thing. And I think Agreed. that's good. What I just explained, that dynamic, I think is going to be the thing that saves America. Mm. It is the, the elimination of, of tenure and the elimination of... Uh, institutional knowledge as primary factors in merit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because right now we have a whole bunch of people in their mid-30s that can do a lot of things with the way the world's going better or worse than a hell of a lot of people that are in way more powerful positions. Agreed. Agreed. Time will tell, my brother. Time will tell. Love wax and poetic with you, man. Thanks for coming in. This was fun. Happy yeah, happy early it. birthday. We'll celebrate Thank birthday you. the day after next week as well. Rajiv's birthday is next Thursday. So uh, happy early birthday to him. We'll celebrate next Friday uh, with a late birthday as well. Thanks for hanging out with us all week long. Appreciate all of our phenomenal guests. You missed anything in today's show. We heard from Sophia Stiles and Brian Holsinger from the Lady Grizz basketball team. We also heard from Travis DeCure from the Grizz Benz basketball team. Got some thoughts from Andrew Houghton about both Idaho State and Montana State, uh, the women's team. We also hashed out the entire Brian Flores controversy. <laughs> heard from Bobby Houck, University of Montana head football coach. Heard from our good friend Carol and Chicken Does No Sports and talked around the NFL in a variety of different ways. You find all that on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by... Sports Bet Montana, as well as the Advocates. Monday, we'll be back 4 p.m. We'll have all sorts of reactions, particularly about the big game in Ogden between Montana State and Weber State in men's hoops and the defending champion Idaho State Bengals here in Missoula at Dahlberg Arena. We'll see you back here at 4 p.m. on Monday. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. The Advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com.
And remember, you deserve an advocate. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.